بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الرحمن الرحيم the most gracious the most merciful two names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which show the immense rahmat and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions these two names in the beginning of the Quran Sharif, the opening chapter of the Quran Sharif, the second ayat, then it shows that a person at every given moment of his life, he needs the rahmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A sick man, before he needs a doctor, he needs the rahmat and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A person who is depressed, who is going through anxiety, before he needs a psychiatrist or a psychologist, he needs the rahmat and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the beginning of the day, we need the rahmat and mercy of Allah. If we gain the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the beginning of the day, inshallah this will be a safe day, it will be a productive, a good day, it will be a successful day. That is why we come to the masjid. We start the day with Fajr Salah, we read Surah Yasin. Some ulama even recommend start the day off with some sadaqah. So you started off the day in a good note, drawing the rahmat and mercy of Allah. Inshallah, to the barakat of that, the whole day will be smooth. The day will be safe. The day will be productive. It will be something successful. Some goodness will come out from it. It will be fulfilling. People have got no fulfillment in life anymore. They've got everything. But there's no fulfillment, there's no satisfaction because they do not have the rahmat and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Someone is getting married. You are starting a new phase of your life. Your child is getting married. The most important thing is you need the rahmat of Allah. How are you going to secure this marriage? How are you going to keep this child happy? How is there some goodness going to come out from this union? You need the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So now you need to see all those things which you need to do to draw the rahmat and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and all those things you need to stay away from which will deprive you of the rahmat and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Unfortunately, we do the complete opposite. We don't worry about the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We worried about everything else and everyone else. We have to have a certain type of a function. We have to spend so much of money. We have to please society. It needs to become a talk of the town. People need to know who we are, what type of function we have. So we do everything that destroys the rahmat and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That deprives us of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then when problems then arise, when problems come about, now we're thinking, now why did this happen? Why is this problem coming about, we do not even realize that we had started that on a wrong note. We started it in the wrong way and it is the effect of that that sometimes now we are suffering the evil consequences of our own actions. So Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim is giving us a very strong message and that is you always need the rahmat and mercy of Allah. And wherever you are, whatever situation it is, that is why Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam كَانَ إِذَا حَزَبَهُ أَمْرٌ فَزِعَيْلَ الصَّلَاةِ 
When Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, any matter worried him, perturbed him, disturbed him, what he did first? First he rushed towards salah. First let me go towards salah, let me connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, strengthen my relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will do the rest after that. Allah will guide you after that. What steps you're going to take? What measures you're going to take? Allah will guide you what to do. Even if you're going to the doctor, Allah will put shifa in his hand. Allah will put shifa in the medication because you got the rahmat and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then the third ayat Allah ta'ala says, Maliki yawmiddin. Master of the day of judgment. So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is reminding us, and it is something that very often we forget, the day of Qiyamah is coming. Remember whatever you do now in this dunya, whatever you say, however you behave, whoever's rights you usurp, don't forget one thing, that the day of Qiyamah is coming. In this dunya you may be able to get away with a lot of things. People can bribe themselves, they can, you know, bribe themselves, bribe, bribe, bribe their way out of things and get out of problems. But on the day of Qiyamah, there's only justice. There is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to take hisab of every single cent. Every single cent. So if you rob the person for even one cent, one cent, on the day of Qiyamah, you will have to pay that person. And on the day of Qiyamah, there's going to be no money. There's going to be no wealth. How are you going to pay people? You're going to pay them with your amal and your good deeds. So your accepted hajj, your accepted umrah, your accepted namaz, your accepted roza, the rewards are going to be taken away from you and given to that person. So if you're cognizant of the day of Qiyamah, you'll never oppress anyone. You'll never, not even verbal oppression. Because even if you're verbally going to oppress that person, on the day of Qiyamah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to take you to task. What right did you have to oppress this person? Why did you insult this person? Why did you abuse this person? It can be your wife, it can be your child, it can be your worker, whoever it is. Allah is going to take you to task. Who gave you that authority? This is my servant. I created this person. Who gave you the authority to oppress that person? Now, you will have to then, justice will have to be met out. You're going to have to give the person your good deeds. In case your good deeds get finished, then what happens is, that person's sins now will be placed over you. You made ribat. You spoke bad about people. You criticized people. You insulted people. How common it has become now for us to lay false allegations against people. Now you lay false allegations against this person. This person is doing this, he's doing that. Whereas he was not doing that. And you had no proof for you to lay those allegations against him. So all these scores will be settled on the day of Qiyamah. All these differences now will be sorted out on the day of Qiyamah. That is why Allah Ta'ala is reminding you, Surah Al-Fatiha, every day you're reading this Surah. Remember, Maliki Yawmiddin. Allah is the master of the day of Qiyamah. 
On that day, Allah is not going to ask you, Allah is not going to ask me, Allah will make the decision. So don't worry about people. You know, in the dunya often, we worry about people and people's opinions, what that person will say, and what this person will say. Don't worry about people. Because on the day of Qiyamah, Allah is going to make the decision. Whoever will judge you, whoever will speak whatever, he is not going to be able to do anything. So Malik means like the owner, the king, the master. In this dunya, outwardly, people have got some authority. Although Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ultimately decide what will happen. But outwardly, people got some authority. This person may be in a position, that person may be a qazi, this person may be a police. But on the day of Qiyamah, no one will have no authority. It will only be Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He will decide. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will judge. That is why they say, In this dunya, you will live how you want to live. People will praise you. People will revere you. People will give you titles. Or people will criticize you. Because in the dunya, you'll always get two groups of people. Some people will praise you, and some people will criticize you. There you're going to see how you lived. On the day of Qiyamah, you'll know. You'll know what was accepted, what was not accepted. When a person understands this, then he'll never be proud. He'll never be arrogant. He'll never show off. What can you show off about? You're showing off about your ibadat. Do you have any guarantee that ibadat is accepted or not accepted? Maybe by you showing off that ibadat will get rejected, you lose the sawab of that because your mind is on the day of Qiyamah. Hazrat Hakim Akhtas Sahib, once he was in Johannesburg, and he went to meet Hafiz Abdurrahman Mia Rahmatullahi. Maybe some of the older people will be acquainted with Hafiz Abdurrahman Mia Rahmatullahi, who was one of the pioneers in the field of hifs of the Quran Sharif. Many of our senior ulama who studied in Mia's farm, they studied under, under Hafiz Abdurrahman Mia Rahmatullahi. So Hakim Akhtas Sahib Rahmatullahi asked him, how many hufas did you produce? Because he was teaching hips for many, many years. And a very dedicated ustad. So he gave him a very beautiful reply. He told him, that I will know on the day of Qiyamah. And Hafiz Hakim Akhtar Sahib Rahmatullahi was so impressed. He told him, if I had a large sum of money now, I would have given it to you because of this beautiful reply. That I will know on the day of Qiyamah, how many Allah accepted I could have produced thousand hafiz also. But what's the sense of me bragging about it and boasting about it when only on the day of Qiyamah I will know how many Allah accepted. What Allah accepted, that is what I will get. So remember, Maliki Yomiddin, always keep the day of Qiyamah before you and remember Allah is the master of the day of Qiyamah. So most important in this dunya, try to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala do everything to get his closeness, get his proximity. Everything you do, do it for his pleasure. Don't worry about name and fame, and don't worry about people, and don't worry about getting any credit. In this way, uh, on the day of Qiyamah, Allah will reward you for the good that you have done. May Allah grant us the true understanding.